All right. What is up, everybody? Man, welcome to the Volcanic Podcast. If this is your first time, my name is Aaron Brewer, and I am your host. So, um, going into round two here, um, I really felt as I was just preparing for this, I'm like, okay, God, what what do you want to do here? I've got about a million different things surging through my mind and heart and spirit. What do I want to talk about? I'm getting actually ready to preach at my home church here uh, at Freedom Church in Pensacola, Florida. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go on that topic. And, you know, maybe uh, if you want to check that out, I can and include some links and stuff to some past preaching uh, stuff if you want to look at that as well. But I almost jumped into what I was going to be preaching about. And, and then I was like, no, that's not it. Because God knows who's going to be on this podcast, as far as who's going to be listening to this podcast, rather, who's, who may be watching um, in the future, and he knows what they need to hear. And so I'm just praying. And so I felt like I, I I honed in on something I felt like the Lord showed me, and I felt like I heard the phrase, breaking the power of religion. And so that's what I want to talk about today. So um, I'm not going to have this thing like line upon line you know, teaching style necessarily. I'm going to shoot and, and talk to you from my heart and from my spirit. And I'm going to talk to you even about maybe my own testimony in some of this and so my own life experience in this. Um, because in my heart, man, what I want to do, as you heard before uh, in, in the previous podcast and even the, the, the promo, is I'm not here to make this like super professional and really like Wow, everything is just polished to a T and all the I's are dotted, right? Um, I'm not like that. So, uh, But what I do want to be always is real, raw, and authentic every time. Like, I want to remove the cheese off of Christianity. I'm telling you, that's what we're known for is being cheesy and not real. And people respond. Dude, I'm going to jump in this microphone. People respond to raw, authentic hearts. And I'm going to say this. Even if they're not followers of Jesus, people are moved by that. And so if you couple that with the Spirit of God, the rawness and the realness and the authenticity of an individual coupled and united with Christ, let me tell you, that'll wake somebody up. And I pray that this wakes somebody up. Religion. I flip and hate it. What do you mean, Aaron? You're getting pretty intense. Yeah, I, I'm going to be intense. That's who I am. When I start talking about the things of God and, and it, it's it's a calling on my life, I'm not fabricating for you to be like, wow, dude, you know, he's really uh, trying to make a show. Again, the heart here is authenticity. I have a calling to to release God's word, to, re to, to awaken people to who Jesus is. And so when I step into that, man. I just come alive. It just happens naturally. I don't. I'm not conjuring any of this up. I'm, it's like a. It's like a, a reaction, uh, a response that starts boiling up into my spirit and my heart, and it just comes out. Boom. So this is what you get. So I want to talk about breaking the power of religion, and and I want to make this super simple and super easy to understand. 
because the scriptures say that if you want to enter the kingdom, you must be like a little child. Okay, what does that mean? It means that if a, if a child can enter the kingdom, it, things need to be simplified. Okay, I'm not saying everything has to be elementary for the rest of your walk with Jesus. But what I am saying is sometimes we, we like to get our heads so far up in the clouds, we can't just make things simple for people who are around us that may not know God or on the fringes or just got born again, just got saved and gave their life to Jesus. And they're like, what do you talk? What do you mean? You know, you're talking Christianese. I don't understand the words that are coming out your mouth. Right? So let's make this thing simple. I think what, what we need to do is, is, is define religion in the context that I'm speaking about. Now, there's many religions, but what I'm talking about is a spirit of religion, particularly that masquerades itself like Christianity, like following Jesus. That's what I want to hit in, hit on, is that religion in general, all other forms of religion, is a system of work based salvation work based um where basically you're the atonement you're the one who is the sacrifice that makes everything better and everything new um christianity following jesus he is the atonement he is the sacrifice that makes us whole he's the one who paid the price. He's the one who did the work. He's the one who came to earth and took on human flesh and said, listen, you can't do it, so I want to do it for you. Yeah, humanity messed it up, but I want to become a human just like you, suffer just like you, have to endure a physical body just like you, and then I'm I'm going to go to the cross as God die for you and restore right relationship to my father. Okay, religion, what it does is flip all of that and say, hey, you've got to do all this stuff to maintain your s eternal state of being with God. If you don't, uh-oh, you're done. God's got the lightning rod in your toast. You've got to continue to be running on the hamster wheel. Okay? You've got to. Now, that's not following Jesus. Okay? Jesus paid it all. I want to make this simple. You need a raw, real, authentic encounter with the man, Yeshua. He was a Jewish man in Israel that really walked, bled and died on a cross for me and you. And you need a holy collision with that man. Dude, I'm about to jump into this microphone. I feel fired up, man, and I'm not faking it. I think some of you can feel it and you, you don't even know Jesus. But you feel this, and it's the anointing of God, the oil of God, the reality of God that is coming into this microphone and this camera, and you're being summoned 
by the creator of heaven and earth. And he wants to take you off the hamster wheel and put you in his arms and say, rest, son, rest, daughter, from all your work. I ask you only this, believe in the work my son did. Believe that Jesus did it. Confess it with your mouth. That is salvation, is that you're trusting in his work. And you don't work to maintain it, though there's work to be done. You work, come on, you work from the place of Jesus Christ in his finished work. What does it mean to work, but not work for, work from? Okay. You don't go to church. You don't read your Bible. You don't pray and fast and give to the homeless and do all the outreaches and go to the mission trip and, and dig a well, right? Okay. You don't do all of that from, or excuse me, for a, a, a place of salvation. Like you're trying to get there. You do it because you are saved. You do it because he did all the work. And you just want to love people back. You want to read the word because you've encountered the living God. He lives in you. You have had that holy collision with him. You've met and you actually hear Jesus speak to you. He's actually real. He's not an ethereal. He's not this thing way up in the sky, the big guy up in the sky. Yeah, right? Again, a bunch of flipping cheesiness. No, he's real. And he, and he lives in me and in you if you're born again. If you've given your life to Jesus and you've confessed with your mouth and you believe in your heart that Jesus did the work that he said he did, that, my friend, is what we call salvation. And guess what? It doesn't just stop because now you're going to heaven, right? How about you bring heaven into the earth? You agree with God and you say, God, I want to bring your kingdom, the way things are done in your word and in heaven, down to earth. I want to manifest. I want to release. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm using some Christian words. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to release and, and let loose the nature and characteristics of who God is on this earth. The way things are done in God's kingdom, I want to do them here on this physical earth. So religion is one of Christianity's biggest enemies because that is where Satan himself hooks so many people. You see in the news so many men of God and women of God who have fallen into crazy immoral things and I believe it can be reduced down to they were working for God and not from a place in God. 
They were doing things because, and they looked good on the outside, but their relationship with God wasn't there. That connection with Jesus was not there. And so what happens is they do all the works without the relationship. And they were so far from him, though they can preach the pain off the wall. And all of a sudden, you find that they've been sleeping with a hundred different women, right? You're like, what happened? Friends, if you don't stay in relationship with the Lord and you try to do it on your own, you'll find yourself doing things you never thought. That's religion. Always doing, but never connecting to the one who paid the price and entering into the rest. So how, how do we continue in this thing with God, right? And not get caught up in this thing called religion. We have to stop constantly and evaluate our heart. Stop and say, how, when's the last time I actually heard the voice of God for me? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, not even in just scripture, but I'm talking about for, for Aaron Brewer, what did God say to Aaron Brewer today? What has he spoke to me? If I can't remember, what did he say yesterday? If I can't remember that, what's the last thing I can remember? Right? And you can say, man, it's been a hot minute since I heard anything from God. Or, or you go, dude, I've never heard God. I've actually never heard the voice of the Lord. And I've been living my whole life on the hamster wheel, just going away, chugging away, spinning, going nowhere fast. Did all you got to do, if that's you, is get off the freaking hamster wheel, smash that joker, and say, I never am going to go back to that again. And you get real with God like you would any human being. Like, that's how you have to talk to God. You, you talk to him. Eyes open, doesn't matter. Eyes shut, doesn't matter. Kneeling, sitting, standing, driving. Ask him. Talk to him. And say, Lord, Jesus, I don't actually know who you are. I've never actually heard from you. I've actually realized my whole life I've been running this race on a hamster wheel, and I've been the exact same spot with you than when I started. Just admit the truth about where you're at. And say, I don't want to do this anymore. Jesus, I want you to be real to me. I actually want to follow you. I want to give you my life. I really believe that you are God. That you actually died on a cross. That you really did spill your blood for me, man. That you actually did what you said you you did in your, in, in your word. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this book not to check off something on my list, to-do list, but because I want to know who you are. Who are you, God? I want to get into this Bible and actually figure it out. And I want to carve out time, <coughs> excuse me, time with you in a thing called prayer, which is what? Dialogue. 
dialogue. Two people talking back and forth. Well, I don't know how to do that. God, it sure would be easier if God was in in the per, in, in person and in the flesh, I could talk to him. Okay, there's a thing called learning to hear God's voice. It's okay. It's okay. The first time you talked to somebody, did you have them all figured out? Bang, bang, bang. I got you pegged from sunup to sundown. I got you pegged, bro. You ain't going to ever show any other card. I got you figured out. No, no. And if you think that you can't do that, if you can do that with a human being, how much more is it going to be with God who's eternal in every direction? There's, there's no end to knowing his goodness and who he is. So you could spend your the rest of your life hearing from him and knowing him deeper. And that's the beauty of this whole thing. So religion is literally a destroyer of relationship. There is zero relationship in religion. You will always be working for instead of from the place you're called to. So I've been, I I hope I'm not repeating myself over and over, but I want to share with you a little bit about Aaron's testimony regarding relationship. So I grew up in a Christian household. I grew up, my parents loved God and they authentically loved Jesus. They weren't faking it or trying to do this thing out of rhetoric or, or, or to look good for the Joneses down the road, right? To to you know, got we got to make sure little errands in church, and we got to we got to uh, smile, and no, they really did live it out, and I'm so grateful for that. And I had grandparents and other family that really brought a heritage of knowing who God is, and so I grew up that way. And I I, I believe without a doubt I had encounters with God, but as I begin to grow up. And as I began to, uh, you know, be good in sports, girls started noticing me. I started noticing girls, right? So you you start getting distracted. Um, And so I became, you know, I don't know, 12 or 13. I'm playing football. I'm I'm becoming popular, right? I'm becoming with the in crowd, right? Because I was good at something. Uh, Men will give you high fives and clap for you when you do good things. Um, and you can do something for them or prove something to them, right? And so I started to kind of live subconsciously from that place, and Jesus started to take that nice far back seat in my heart, right? Way back there. And so I had convictions, but but what I did is I started ignoring those convictions. And so moving forward in life, I just distanced myself for some time until I be, it started eating me up. Right, God was hunting me down and bearing down on me because I had had some authentic connection with him when I was younger, but I was stuffing that away. And I didn't go crazy, man. I wasn't hooked on drugs and an addict and a drunk and like slept with a million girls. No, that wasn't my testimony. But it still didn't change the fact that, you know, I I just distanced myself from God. And About the age of 19 or 20, I had a radical encounter with the Holy Spirit. Um, The power of God 
surged through my life. This is my testimony about when I was literally a course correction came to my life. Uh, I, I met a crossroads and I started traveling a different direction. So that encounter, you know, I grew up in a charismatic, um, you know, background. If you don't know what that is, we believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. If you know what those are, yeah, that'll be for another time. I, I will explain that. But for those of you who understand what I'm saying, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, miracles, healing, speaking in tongues, prophecy. I grew up in that. I never doubted that was fake. I never was like, everybody here's fake. I really believe at that time, I was like, this is real. But I just didn't think I had to have that. I didn't think, I didn't think, you know, what, why does, why, why do I, why does Aaron need this? Right. I was kind of coming back to the Lord at this time, but I wasn't like all the way in. Well, everybody kept telling me over and over, Aaron, you need the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And I'm like, no, I don't. Thanks. I think I'm good. You know, mom, dad, grandparents, parents, friends, other people. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Woo! just leave me alone right because again i'm just true to my gun I'm, I'm not true to my guns i'm not like trying to fake anything i'm not trying to be like uh religious like we're talking about and, and enter into a place of religion no so at the age of 20 like i was saying i'm sorry i'm going a little bit of rabbit trails but let me get back on target i'm praying with some friends a guy calls up Aaron, once you get over here, and I said, I already know what you're gonna say to me. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna want to pray for me so I can speak in tongues. He had the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And he's like, Yeah, you got that right. And so these friends gathered around me, and I said, Okay, let's just do this, right? Let's just do it. Let's just do it. If it's real, let's go for it. I, I, if it's for me, come on. I said, What do I do? And they were just like, Just say, Holy Spirit, fill me in English. And I'm like, Okay, Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy, Sp and then all of a sudden, for me, my encounter. See, this is where the intersection, the the like God bulldozed me. Boom, God meets me in that moment. Not faking it, not trying to conjure it up. I'm just like, here I am. Come get me if you want me. And he did. All I know is everything went silent. I could hear nobody. And it was if all I could see was white. That's it. And it was just when I and that seems boring to you, maybe, or it's like that's kind of bland. But I'm just gonna tell you, it was one of those beautiful white. In the, the what I was sensing in that place was just 100% peace, perfect peace, rest. And I'm like, wow. And all I know is that when I started coming back to. I could start hearing people around me and they're still praying and that some of them are laughing and I literally feel my hands just going up like this. If you're watching my hands and if you're listening, my hands are just going up like praising the Lord type of style. And I'm like, what is happening to me? I'm thinking that in my head and I'm looking, I'm watching my hands. I'm just literally feeling my arms raising. Like, like them jokers are being pulled up by some angels and I'm praying in some other language. And I'm like, what in the world? Just, oh my, it was like I had 
scales ripped off my eyes. I'm like, that was unreal. What just happened to me? It was, it, I am telling you, it has been a encounter that has propelled me to all the way here 20 years later. Almost 20 years getting there. And for those of you who are like, wow, that's pretty whack, dude. Um, say what you want. Because you can check the fruit of my life for the past 20 years and it, it matches the scripture. All of a sudden, I wanted to read the Bible. All of a sudden, I wanted to pray. All of a sudden, I realized there was sin in my life. And I'm like, oh my God, what have I been doing? I, I, I was in a relationship with a girl that wasn't right. A couple days later, boom, I, I had to break up. It wasn't God. All I know is I'm like, all I want to do is pray and read the Bible and, and be in fellowship with other people. And I want to pray in tongues because that was amazing. And the devil fought me on praying in tongues. He fought me on that. and was like, dude, that was fake. Dude, that wasn't real. And you can't do it anymore. And I'm like, yeah, I can, man. Yeah, I can. I, and I would just struggle and I kept pressing. And that, that was where I started developing a real authentic relationship with God. In that, in that place, when I was 20 years old, 39 years old now, I'll be 40 in June, and I'm still here, and I've had multiple, 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 multiple encounters with God. I didn't just stop at one. And that's why I'm like, dude, religion, well, you will never encounter God through religion and religious activity. You will only encounter him through authenticity and genuineness from your heart. When you look to him and you just say, okay, bring it. I ain't faking this no more. I ain't trying to work for nothing else. Bring me the real raw Jesus. I need him. And he'll meet you, man. He will meet you where you're at. And he's not going to let you stay where you're at either. He's going to bring you up higher. And he's going to give you what we call revelation which is not information. It is it is something that is revealed to you by his spirit. That's what revelation is. Something that you can't just get naturally. It's a supernatural information called revelation that's imparted to you by his spirit. And so, guys, that's a little bit about my side of encountering God and, and, and see the religiousness and everything. I, I didn't, I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't walk that way. That's why I can't stand whenever I see that kind of religious spirit rising up in people in the church, because it doesn't bring you close to God. It, it pushes you away. There are in the gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, you have people called Pharisees, Pharisees, Sadducees. These were teachers of Scripture, teachers of the law, teachers who knew Scripture frontwards, backwards, sideways, could quote it up one side and down the other. Yet, they missed Jesus. They had all the works down, no relationship. That's religion. 
is that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, God in the flesh, creator of heaven and earth and the universe, stands right in front of you and you miss him. That's what religion does. And my encouragement to you is to get real with Jesus. Get raw with Jesus. Go, hey, if you have it, you look, you look at him in the eyes from your heart. And even with your eyes closed, you can look at him in his eyes and allow him to reveal himself. Allow him to encounter you. I'm telling you, if you jump in that place, he will meet you. So, um, yeah, I think I got it all out. I think, um, I, I think that my heart is clear and I just really pray that you would receive this, this word that you would receive this and, um, not count this as just, man, he just ran it. I wasn't, my heart was not to rant at all. It was to just be real man with you and break it down the best. I know how, um, a lot of times when you shoot from the heart, it can seem all over the place, but you know what? It's out there and I'm not going to re-record this thing. It's out there. That's what I felt like I needed to do. And so man, bless you. I'm going to pray. Holy spirit. I pray right now through this microphone and through this camera that you would send your spirit to awaken people to who you really are. I ask you, God, that your spirit would literally jump off of the, the phone, the, 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 the speaker of their car, the headphones, the computer, God, awaken them to who you are. Sound the alarm, God, of all those who are walking in religion and they've never met you, God. I pray, God, that you would collide with them like you did for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Man, bless you guys. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you on the next episode.